Yes, people, yes, people. Welcome to the Unspoken Gems podcast for your mum, for your dad, for your sister, for your brother, for your cousin. We do not discriminate. My name is Kyo Apple, and to my left, I've got my co host. Yeah, what's happening, myself, Driz? And today, we've got another special guest on my left. To my left is Maria. How are you today? Hello, I'm good. Excellent. I'm feeling good. The weather's nice. Yes, it's that makes it stays me, like that. That makes me really happy. <laughs> Let's hope it stays like that. So, how was your journey down here today? It was good. I drove, so I don't. I don't live in London. I live out of London. So, okay. yeah, we had a little like car thing with my friends. So we just came over, listened to some tunes. So it's fine. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So Maria, so I'm um, get a bit about your background. So where are you from? Uh, have any siblings and stuff like that? But let's just go with where you're from. What um, country are you from? First? So I am fully Greek. Okay. Both my parents are Greek. Speak Greek at home. Um, quite, I'm very patriotic, so people are like, whoa, you're Greek, you've never mentioned it, so I love to mention it to people. Um, both my parents are Greek, so my culture is like that, but I've been born and brought up in this country, mm. so nationality is British. So when's the last time you've been back to Greece? Have you been to Greece recently? Or? Yeah, I go like maybe two, three times a year, I try and go as often as I can. So last time I went was last summer, um, and then before that I went like... I went twice in the summer, so yeah, I try and go as often as I can, just because my whole family's there, so it's just nice to just go and relive the summer time, life. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you get better weather there, because weather's not that good here, like you were saying. You know, you get better weather, but it's mm. actually, it actually snows a lot more in Greece than it does here. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so in the winter, yeah. it's, winter it's cold, mm-hmm. and summer it's, it's hot. Wow. So you, at least you get the best of both worlds, I think. That's good, that's good. So yeah, um, sibling-wise, do you have any siblings, Maria? Yeah, I have a younger sister. Mm. She is 21. So she's younger, but she's actually not... I feel like in my head, she's like a little baby. But yeah, she's 21 and we really get on. We didn't get on at first. Mm. We'd like, you know, like sister, sister rivalry and all stuff. Yeah. But now, that since I think since I moved out originally to go to uni, mm. that kind of like we clicked again. And now she's at uni, so... I guess sometimes that space helps when you're kind of... 100%, yeah. Like you just get that rivalry anyway. And yeah, like and I think the older we get, the more like interest we have in common. Mm-hmm. So... We're into the same things, which is good. So, yeah, no, she's like my little bestie. Excellent. So, we want to get a bit about yourself, Maria, and what you actually do. Um, I know you do a little bit of modelling. Well, quite a lot of modelling from what's on your Instagram. So, um, how long have you been doing that for now? Um, so I originally got signed during lockdown. Wow. Um, so my background's musical theatre, so that's why I studied. So I just feel like performing i class modeling as performing because mm. like you're you're on a stage in a way so i was wanted to i liked taking pictures i like having my pitch taken that kind of thing mm. so during lockdown i'd say was when i was like okay i want to do this got some photos done got signed by an agency um moved agencies like that kind of mm. thing it's one of those things you've just got to find what fits you, fits you yeah um so i think just over two and a half years maybe wow. Yeah. So in relation to kind of getting into the modelling scene and finding an agency, did you find that difficult? Or for somebody who wants to get into that field, how do you go about getting signed? There's different ways, Mm -hmm. I say. I got, there was two ways I got scouted originally on Instagram by an agency. Um, Me being me, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like I'll sign with that agency. And then I think I was like, okay, let me actually do some research on what I want. Mm -hmm. Research some agencies I really liked. Um, there was one in Manchester that I really liked. Um, so I actually sent my photos to them and then got, they said, we want to sign you. So then I, I, I switched. So I was literally signed to the original agency like a month. But for me, that, that didn't feel right, that agency. So I was like, I want to do what's best for me in that sense. 
So then I sent photos to them, signed them, and then, because they were so far from me, I think your original, your first agency should be quite close to you, because a lot of stuff at first is actually, you do it for free. That's just mm -hmm. how it, like, it kind of works. Like that, test yeah. shoots and things like that. So all their contacts were in Manchester, and mm -hmm. I was like, I can't travel five hours for, on a round, you're telling me tomorrow, yeah, be yeah, in yeah, Liverpool yeah. tomorrow, and I'm yeah. like, I don't have time for that. So then I, then I moved and signed to a London agency. Wow. So yeah, I think it's just, a lot of who you know as well, because the only reason I got signed to my London agency is because who I knew, mm -hmm. word of mouth, you want to go to London? Oh, do you know what? We need someone like that kind of thing. London, yeah. So, yeah. so it shows that connections are quite important, but did you see when you first started out, you had to do a lot of free stuff, and um, is that something you still do now? Or do you know your worth? You're like, no, I'm not taking no free stuff, I'm going to get paid for my you stuff have, now. I think you always have to do some form of free stuff. Mm -hmm. In the sense of, when you do modelling in general, you have a book, you have a portfolio, that has to be updated. Like, I change every three months, I've probably changed something, like whether that's in size, in features, like things like that, or what I want to focus on. So as a model, you still have to get paid test shoots. You still pay for a test shoot, mm -hmm. but that's by a photographer, that's your book update. So you're paying out of your own funds, right? Oh yeah, out of my own funds, but that's not very often, but mm -hmm. you still have to, update, at least every six months, do one, like you pay. And then the rest, I'd say, your agency will, will sort you out with that. Like, when you're signed, you can't really do any free work. Wow. I can't just accept a, a modelling yeah, job. It's like I'm, clashing like, yeah, not yeah. owned by my agency, mm -hmm. but do you know what I mean? Like, I can't be like, yeah, sure, I'll do that now. Like, they have to accept that. So they is take it, a fee, like, that kind of thing. Is there anything that, you, you, in the modelling thing you've done, you tell me asked you to do something and you didn't really sit right with you and said, I don't really want to do that. Are you able to say no to things? I know yeah. people are managed, they kind of have to, you're not controlled, but you no, can't yeah, have to no, what they're saying. Is yes, I did. I went to a casting once um, in London that my agency sent me and it was for a lingerie shoot. And I, I'm fine. Like, I'm very confident in my body and I'm very big on like showing what you have. But this one was a little bit more... It was extra sexy in a way that I don't want to show my nipples kind yes, of thing. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like, I went to that thing. I actually got the job. Mm -mm. My agent even said, for the money they're giving you for what you're showing, it's not good enough. Like even they said it, but I myself was going to say no. And I'm I'm happy to say that. Or like, I've been asked to go to a casting for um, a brand that is known for sex toys, mm -hmm. but it, I was for the lingerie section. Does that make sense? Oh, so it's kind of, it's cl not clash, but you're going like to be known for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and like, bit, and yeah, there's not, I have yeah. nothing against people to do that. And that's mm -hmm. absolutely fine if you want to do that, mm -hmm. but I don't feel comfortable doing that. For so sure. I'm, I'm okay to be like, I literally replied to my agent and was like, I think this isn't for me, but thank you for the opportunity kind of thing. Like, and they're fine with that. They're not going to be like, they don't own own me. Like, mm -hmm. I have that right. So, yeah, you can you can say no. So when you um started two years ago, was it Instagram was your main tool to kind of put yourself across or was you actually hitting up all these people with your portfolio and saying, look, I want to do this, I want to do it, or they actually come and scout you from Instagram? So there's a bit of both. Instagram does play a really big role in it. Like, especially when I've been on shoots and spoken to the social media part of it, They'll, they'll literally say, the first thing you do is check your Instagram. It's crazy. Is that Which is crazy. Like, like, for me, the way I treat my Instagram now is my CV. Yeah, yeah. Like, things like, I'm not going to post something stupid, like me drunk on the floor, mm -hmm. legs spread kind of thing. Not that I do yeah, that, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. it's not something that I'm going to do. <laughs> just because, like, that's... It's the, I need to show my best version, but I also want to show a real version. Does, does that make sense? Mm. Like, I want to show, funny like... Side, yeah, like, funny side, yeah. no makeup side. Mm. Like, I get spots, I get this, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, there's days where I don't... I cry, like, so... Mm. I want to show you that on my Instagram, so I think that's definitely a main thing. But also, when you are signed, it is your agent's job to also 
find that. That's what they, they don't, you don't pay they your source, agents. They, so they source, yeah. that, so they source that stuff, mm-hmm. but then also, I also have to go and do test shoots myself. So they can recommend, like, especially when you first start, test shoots are the main thing you do. Mm-hmm. Test shoot is you, you can do, there's non paid ones and there's one that's paid ones in the sense of you pay them, or it's like a, it's called TFP, where it's like they gain like a portfolio by having photos of you and you gain by them taking photos of wow. you. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So at the start, it's a lot of free stuff. Like, I had a lot of trips to Manchester. My dad, bless him, drove me like four hours, like four <laughs> times. So at first, yeah, you've got to like really hustle, but it's not like, here's my portfolio, hire me. Mm-mm. It's not like that kind of thing. Which is great. And this is why I wanted to get on today because a lot of people that do modding wouldn't actually necessarily know all the stuff you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. They just think, okay, stand in front of the camera, take a picture and Bob's your uncle. Yeah, it which is. It's nothing like that at all. And is there any trials and tribulations you've had in relation to that, like, having to travel really, really far for a shoot and stuff like, because yeah. you did say five hours, but are you willing to make that kind of travel or you think when it's that far, I'm just not going at all? When it's an actual legit shoot, mm. everything's paid for. Paid for, okay, cool. Like your travel is paid for, your hotel, your food, yeah. like you won't pay anything. So, yeah. and and the more you do it, the better your day rate will be, for example, mm. if that makes sense. So my day rate when I first started is a lot different to my day rate now or like half a day. It's not even the. I don't really do it for the money in that mm-hmm. sense. Like I actually genuinely really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a creative in general, so yeah. I do. Even if I did it for free and you paid my travel, I, I probably would still do it if I'm mm-hmm. honest. But the last shoot, like big shoot I did, for example, was in Harrogate, and I live south, so like Harrogate for me is about five and a half hours, mm-hmm. and that's in one day. You have got to travel all the way up to Harrogate, and that was when the trains had issues. Like I was literally like on the train home, like. Everything was cancelled. I didn't know how to get home. It took me nearly seven hours to get home. Like, mm-hmm. but for me, it was worth it because like I got to meet cool people. I got really good photos done. I was on a cool website. So things like that, like, it's just part of the job. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, like it's tiring, but it's just part of the job. So um, being a, it's quite a competitive field, I must say, yeah. uh, modeling because there is so many pretty people out there. I mm-hmm. must admit, and um. When you go to certain shoots with other females, do you feel the animosity with some females or do you, is it very challenging when you work with some people or is it kind of quite chilled? I think it always depends on, like, you've just got to be hard-headed yourself. Yes. You've got to always think, okay, yeah, I, I know there's pretty people. Like, I walk around and think, she's gorgeous, he's good-looking. Like, mm-hmm. if you sit and look at every single person every day, you're literally, there's no point in leaving the house. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's true. So it's just one of those things where it's just like, you've just got to be so strong in yourself and be like you're chosen for a reason mm-hmm. so like uh, me being like i'm a curve model so like mm-hmm. naturally normally if you when i do a shoot i'm probably either the only curve model or there's two of us and there's more like classic models so like i can't compare what i look like to them mm-hmm. like i'm completely different like my body's completely different like i have different features that they have so it's just one of those things where it's just like just appreciate what you have and just work with it like they've picked you for a reason mm-hmm. Go with it. So when they make the bookings and they invite you down, they'll have a selection of different models. So mm. would you be curvy model, classic models? Yeah, so I think a lot of campaigns at the moment, you'll, you won't find just a classic model now, which is like a size 8, size 6. There'll always be curve. Well, at the moment, they don't even call it plus anymore. It's just curve. Mm. Anything that's like... If you've got a bum or boobs, you are classed as a curved model. Which is funny, because this is true. It's yeah, it is. Like, yeah. especially my, with my agency now, if you look at some of the girls, like, I'm like, you're literally size 10. Like, to me, a size 10 is a normal person. But even a size 14 is a normal person. But then you can get up to size 22. Like, they're still classed as a curved model. Do you know what I mean? So you will get a big variety. 
now there's a lot of like petite models and like extra like tall models so they mm. they've they make sure every new collection you get like in the style just brought out a new swimwear collection mm. a lot of the girls I'm, are like, i'm friends with um and they're so different like all of them are so different how they look how they present themselves their bodies and stuff so i just think we're in a day and age now slowly it's which changing. things are changing like i can now say i'm a model without being like people are looking at like you're not which is great because I think the ver- that's what I was going to say and the variation of models now is great because before you have to be a certain height to be a model yeah yeah or they'll be like oh, you can't do modeling because you're not that high but yeah. now like you said there's curvy models there's mm. different sizes of models anyone can class themselves as a model yeah. and still be respected the same way yeah. which is great I mean it's still yeah. to this day there's like my downside is probably my height in general mm. that is a thing like normally when it comes to like when it comes to classic model it does it's not as big mm-hmm. when you're a plus size model or a curve model they normally want you to be taller so like it just depends on the brand and what they want mm-hmm. so a lot of the times if they want a petite curve model i'm the girl do you know what i mean so we still have a lot to improve in my opinion but then i just think lower your angle a little bit on your camera make yeah. you look taller like a lot of people do meet me and they're like oh you're actually shorter than we thought you were <laughs> so in, in relation to that is there any um because i know you did the curvy modeling is there any people you inspire towards or people like look i really like that person i see them as an idol that's the kind of path i want to go down ashley graham ashley graham okay i was gonna say i was gonna say she name, is yeah. like i love her yeah i was gonna say absolutely graham, yeah. love her i just think the the her way of being is mm. just like i don't know she's not just a model she's not known as a model she's known as like a talker like she can talk she inspires ambassador Mm -hmm. like she is like probably one of the first main curvy models there were like she got scouted when she was like 12 or something she was really young and like now even like her being a mother or like little things like on her instagram she shows her breastfeeding and that Mm -hmm. sounds stupid but like there's things like that where like you're just like that's just normal like and this is the main reason why we've done this podcast because there's certain things that people don't know and certain things you will say today that people can relate to and also see it's also normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. like you said, Ashley Graham, breastfeeding a child is normal. Yeah. And you never think someone of her calibre will do that yeah. on her Instagram. Yeah. But which is good. And um going back to the modeling as well, do you think Instagram is one of the best tools to use? Or is TikTok I know a lot of people are using TikTok now. Do you think TikTok can get you in the same court sort of light or Yeah, I think yeah. TikTok is taken over the world slowly one one of those things 100 percent. i do think the first thing people will look at is your instagram mm-hmm. just because um with when it comes to modeling and you start doing you've got to really learn how to pose mm. um and it's to do with the actual shot of the picture if that makes sense so like the one thing they always say when you first start is literally sit in your room and just take photos of yourself like that's just the main thing or sit in the mirror and look at your best angles you're the only person that will know your best angles you know what looks good on you like they say i've heard this from kim kardashian which i've i've kept my whole time whenever i'm at a shoot i love to have a mirror in front of me because okay. then i can see like where how i'm standing like yes. my posture like that kind of stuff and i've always kept that but like even when you do a shoot like when the photographer takes it there's normally like a mac on the side mm-hmm. and it shows all the shots like i like that to have turned towards all of us then mm-hmm. you can see you can adjust yourself. It's you know how Which to fix sense, yourself. Yeah. So I think when it comes to Instagram, you can show your best size. You mm-hmm. can show what you look like. You can show you composed. You can show what you look like full length. But I do think TikTok has taken over because a lot of things to do with modeling isn't just a photo. Mm-hmm. It's like there'll, there'll be a videographer there. They'll always take. You've got to act. It's a performance. That's something about it's performing. Like you've got to like 
really put on a character. Mm-hmm. Like I was doing a bridal shoot, like I had to be a bride, I couldn't be sad. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like yeah. So would you do that going forward or would you do it already like kind of sort of vlogging to get people to know a little bit more about your personality and Oh I was I was literally me and my best friend were saying this, like I feel like I wanna show more, mm. like because I can talk for the world and you're, you're like, you'll get this, like, <laughs> on this podcast. Don't get in contact with you. I literally, if you get me, I won't stop talking. Yeah. So, like, I just feel like I want to start doing little vlogs. I did start a little YouTube when I was in lockdown. Yeah. I feel like everyone in my friendship group decided to do YouTube during lockdown. But I just, it's one of those things you just got to, like, start and keep doing and keep doing. Like, really consistent. Consistency is difficult, yeah. Yeah, like, even if you're getting no views, go. Like, my one... Uh, I have a friend I went to uni with when we first started and she barely got any views at uni and stuff, but she kept going and going and going. No, like, And now she does it full time. She's a yeah, massive yeah. influencer. Like, wow. shout out to Liv Blackwell. Mm-hmm. But like, she's a massive influencer now. Like, And I'm just like, you did not stop. You kept going oh, and you kept going, going yeah. and you kept going. Mm-hmm. And it paid off, like fair play. And I think, that's why I said about the vlogging, because I think sometimes when you do the modeling, you just see somebody in a picture, you don't know. It's just, it's a blank canvas. Yeah. Because you know nothing about that person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think a lot of models are like that. And when you mention Kim Kardashian, because she's got a reality program, you get to know a bit more. About yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a lot of models now, it's blank canvas, see a picture, see someone's pretty, and that's all you know. Yeah. There's no personality behind it or stuff like that. So, that like you said, that's something I think would be great for you to do. And you said you was going to do it already. Yeah, so. I really want to start it. Just mm-hmm. like start doing that, that kind of stuff. And even just like showing more of my personality like on Instagram, whether it's just talking all my stories. Mm-hmm. Which I don't do a lot, and that's something that you've got to overcome. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, definitely. So before shoots, um, because I know in a lot of field people kind of experience that sort of feeling. But do you get anxious or feel nervous before shoots or anything like that, or is there anything you've gone to and you feel like, no, what I can feel the butterflies in my stomach? Is there anything you had? Like- I get excited. Like, I really love it. <laughs> I guess the only time I get a bit anxious is when like it depends on the company. Some mm-hmm. people really brief you, and some people don't tell you anything. Like I did a a shoot once for. Um, a brand that I got told nothing. Like I literally travelled to Manchester and they just said, turn up here. You'll be shooting at this time to this time. I shaved my legs, I did all that. I was shooting coats. Do you know what I mean? I was shooting coats and I was wearing really, really big jeans. My legs weren't even shown. Do you know what I mean? Like I made sure, I was like, do you reckon my toes are going to be out? Like don't even get my toes down. I got told nothing. But then there's other shoots. Um, I've worked with a brand called Tala and they literally will step by step tell you what time, what outfit you're going to wear and they'll show you like a little thing. So I think it's to do with the preparation of it as well. Mm-hmm. But in general, I trust myself. So I trust that like whatever happens, I will make sure I deliver. Whether I can or can't, I'll find a way. Like, and I'm I'm okay to be like, can I have some help with this? Or improvise if you need to. Yeah, hundred percent. I do feel like that comes from <clears throat> the musical theatre background and training. Mm-hmm. In that sense, it's very like on the spot. Just do it. Like, do this character. Do you know what I mean? So musical theatre background, I want to touch on that now because okay. I can see it coming out a little bit. So yeah, I like- <laughs> the musical theatre background, um, so when did you start that and um, how long have you been doing that before? The um, and stuff like that? So I da- started dancing when I was three and a half. Mm. So it's like Brit school or is that a manga? No, 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 no. So musical theatre is more Same like thing, pantomime. no, no, sorry, yeah, Brit school, yeah. yeah that is, okay, I thought you meant if I went to Brit okay, school. No, okay, no, no, yeah, yeah. Brit school is musical theatre, yeah. Mm. Um, so I started dancing when I was three and a half, danced my whole life mm. and then when I walk was at school and stuff. I always just performed and sang, like, sing for any parents, blah, blah, blah. And then when I got to school, I was like, oh, I can I can hold a tune, like, I can sing. One of my singing teachers was like, you should go for um, 
it's like the music youth project they call it and i auditioned for that did that and then so i was like oh i really enjoyed doing that kind of stuff and then i went to chichester conservatoire and studied that at uni whilst still doing dance doing singing lessons and that kind of stuff so it's just always it's always been something like i knew from a start i wanted to perform mm. like from birth let's say <laughs> like whether that like i'm saying whether that is modeling i still class it as performance i still class it as some form of performance. Camera, yeah, yeah. Mm. so I think my whole life I've done it. So you sing, you can, you got vocals on you. Yeah. Yeah. So have you recorded any sort of music or anything like that, or is so it something? So I was never one to be. I was always a stage performer. Okay. So from the start, and I, that's like I was kind of classically trained in that sense. Um, with my teacher, we tried to do a bit of classical stuff, a bit of musical theatre stuff, a bit of pop stuff, and only recently actually I've started recording some bits, but more on like. Um, Sample, not sampling but like being featured in people's songs okay. like I have friends that do like either rappers or mm. singers so slowly in the last like five months or something I've actually started to go to recording studios and featured and I've it's one of those things where I'm like maybe I should try this like an album from Maria soon yeah I, I don't know yeah. like, wait like 10 years maybe. but like slowly yeah. like start like even how a song is put together mm. I was I never knew that or even how it works in a recording studio like I never knew you had to mix and master a song do you know what I mean and even going and just watching or even singing like I feel like I've learned a lot mm. so yeah maybe so I'm um, going back to your background a little bit Greek background so how do they see modelling and um, is your parents quite supportive and family supportive with that as well I'm really lucky I have the most supportive parents. Mm -hmm. They are not to do with the creative industry at all. My mum loved it as a as younger, if she could, but she had a very strict dad, so mm -hmm. she always didn't turn to that side. But my grandma's an artist, and my auntie from my dad's side is an artist. So the creative side, in the sense of it being accepting arts, in, we're, yeah. we're very loving of the arts. Mm. Greece, in general, isn't there fully. I'm not saying they, they don't, like, they have a great art system, they have, like, they have a dance system and that stuff, but when I was, like, I'm studying musical theatre, they're like, oh, you're going to be poor. You're not a doctor. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. so I think until they see the evidence, even, like, payment, like, they're like, okay, that's actually a legit thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you can do that as a career, but unless they see it physically in front of them, it's not the first thing that they'll be like, well done. I, I think I see that in a lot of the creative fields because mm. parents straight away don't see the money, yeah. Until they see it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's quite, not, I can't say it's bad because they're being parents and they're being family and want to support you, but um, sometimes if you've got a passion for something, it takes time. Yeah, 100%. That's the, that's the main thing. As long as you're happy, that's yeah, yeah, the main yeah. thing. But just as a whole, as a country, mm -mm. it's not that, like you're not going to go study dance in Greece. So what they want you to sing, your parents? My parents love no, they they think I'm a good they they love my singing. So they're yeah, like, we need the album. That's the same. Everyone's, everyone's calling for the album. Who said it? Your Everyone's said saying it, isn't it? Album. It's yeah. just me trying to realize it. <laughs> maybe one day, maybe. But like, yeah, they just they're very supportive. Mm. I'm very lucky. So in terms of your highlights, um. Because obviously I'd like to know what you've done and what was one of your main highlights. Is there anything you can say, look, I really love that shoot and that's one of the best things I've done so far. Is there any highlights you have? Yeah, so I did, I don't know if you guys want to know, but it's called Asher and Me. It's like a jewellery brand. For me... We'll check it out. I'm not just going to... Check it out. Yeah, check it out. Um, <laughs> for me, when I got, the, I got um, like a message from my agent being like, we want, can you send a picture of your ear? 
that's what oh, they said. Wow. Both ears. Because it's a jewelry brand. And yeah, I was yeah. like, cool. Send a picture of my ears, send a picture, like a casting video really quickly. Like it was there. You have to do it straight away. Modelling is very last minute. Mm. It's like you've got a casting tomorrow. Your shoot is next week. Do you know what I mean? Which is very hard to balance with having a job kind of thing. But you've got... Nervous. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You've got to be on edge. Um, So then I got the call, got the job. And for me, that's a big thing because I used to work in London in Selfridges Mm. and that brand was next to me. So I knew the brand and I always used to be like, oh my God, I love their jewellery and stuff. Mm. So then to be like, I'm modelling for that brand. That's sick, yeah. And it wasn't just like I'm modelling for a shoot, like I'm modelling for their new summer campaign. So I went to, it was in Canberra Sands. Um, it was on a, ma- a beautiful beach, heat wave, did a shoot. I was the only model there. So for me, I was like, this is big, like, mm-hmm. this is cool. Did the shoot, all was cool. They posted it on Instagram when it came out, they posted it on the website, didn't think anything of it. I had a friend call me and be like, uh, yeah, open your you. video, yeah, yeah. like video camera, and there's me in a picture in London, and I was like, no way. Wow. Like, that's me in the window thing. So they wouldn't tell you that. They'll just, they'll just. I didn't know. Okay, I just okay. knew, normally when it comes to stuff like that, you know by the money you get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the publicity of it is to do with the money. money but yeah. I didn't. I just thought it was a big brand. So I thought, okay, cool. Even being on the website is big. And then I saw it there, and I was like, oh my god. And then there's like eight or nine stores in London that they've got. Mm. Then they've got stores in New York. They've got stores wow. in Paris. They've got stores so like. Put it all there. And I was like. And my friend was like, my, my brother's girlfriend lives in New York and she saw you, saw you in the shop in New York. And I was like, what the hell? Like, And then me and my best friend went and checked it out in Brighton. There was a billboard. Like, I've never experienced that. So to me, I'd say that's like my biggest. Must be with That's my moment. And that I was like, 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 I literally went to the store and this boy was like, can I have a picture of you? Do you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, <laughs> me? Like, so that would probably be my highlight. So when you say that oh, they just answer a picture of your ear, does that happen in modern? They just say, oh, "I want a picture of your nose," or "I want a picture of your lips," or then can that happen? It just depends. <laughs> on the brand you're doing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just depends what they you're showing off in the shoot. So mm. the reason they wanted my ears was more for what piercings I have. Yeah, okay. To see, like, I could have some ugly ears, which okay. is cool. Like, if that's the vibe they want to go for, yeah. do it. Yeah. But I think they just wanted to see, like, what my ear shapes like. Would it fit the jewelry they want to go for? Um, and then the rest is, a lot of it's actually your personality. Like, one of my casting videos, like, say three things about yourself. So it's not, like, you could be the prettiest person. If but your personality stinks. If, yeah, yeah, if your personality stinks and they never want to work with you, they're not going to hire you. Yeah. They literally won't. So it's, I always say, always be nice, because you'll never know when you're next to that person. So is there any brand you really want to work with? Because I know a lot of people, is it, um, what's Rihanna's brand? Is it Fenty? Fenty, oh. I see a lot of people doing that. Savage Fenty. Well. Yeah, Savage Fenty. So is there any brands you really like to work with? Or you've tried to reach out and they haven't replied to you yet and you're thinking, no, I'm going to get you soon. One day, and like, like, I even think <laughs> like... You're applying, they don't take nothing and then you get to work with them in the future. Yeah. Any brands who's like that? I would say, obviously, Savage Fenty is really mm-hmm. like, Skims would be like mm-hmm. the top, yeah. like, thing. But even little things that like, I'd love to do PLT just like yeah, which well. is like like for some models that's their daily thing mm-hmm. like I, again i'm still starting off in the sense of like compared to other people what they do sometimes this is a full-time thing some people's a part-time thing some mm-hmm. is like i have a part-time job on the side and do it so um I, at the moment i take anything when it comes to like representing Yourself. myself because i never yeah. had that growing up mm-hmm. so if i'm able to represent a curvier girl then i'll do it do you know what I mean? But top brands like Skims, oh my god, I'd love to see Skims or like Savage Fenty, yeah, hundred percent. Even because the, the Savage Fenty show is like dance. It's it's choreographed by Paris Goble, who's like an insane choreographer, again another idol. Mm. So that's like something that like that links it. 
So, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So in the future, would you like to get into that yourself and create your own brands and stuff like that? Obviously, I'm thinking of far-fetched, yeah. but... Oh, I, I will never it. limit myself. Yeah, yeah, that's good. A hundred percent. Like, if I can, yeah. If I have the opportunity, yeah. Like, I don't want to... That's why I say, like, when they say, what are you like? I say creative. Because, mm-hmm. like, you you can do a lot more. Like, in this... I, I like doing hair and stuff. Like, one of my other jobs is, like, I'm a hairstylist mm-hmm. and I do makeup on the side. So... I've linked that with a shoot before. Like, I've done a shoot and then hairstyled, mm. but modelled. Wow. Which was Hairstyled really, somebody else? I hairstyled all the models, plus wow. myself. <laughs> they must have thought, like, this is, like... And then I modelled. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, and that's cool. Yeah, like, yeah, I was like, specific. why not, like, link it? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying, like, dance and modelling, why not link that? So even, like, creating, like, if I'm going to model, why not model my clothes? Or why not model something else? Like, I'm never going to say no. But I see a lot of people do that. They will get booked for something. Like, you have a creative person that's good at one thing, but they've got other layers to them. Yeah. But they just forget about that. Yeah. And they'll go somewhere, I'm okay, I'm a footballer, I'm going to do is football. But that person could sing, that person could yeah. rap. Yeah. And this is what I was saying to yourself, is like, you've got the singing background, you've got the dance background, and obviously you put the hairstyle in as well. Yeah. But sometimes people want to see the whole package. The whole thing, yeah. And your mum said the album, he said the album, I'm sure your friend in the back said <laughs> I said the album. She's like, yeah. So we want to see that, let's say the next year or so, we want to hear your music, see your modelling and the more stuff, and more layers to yourself, because I think we're in a day and age now where there's so much talented people, mm. but you need to stand out from the rest. 100%. You know what I mean? And I think with the other things you've got behind you, it will make you stand out 100%. Yeah. Do you know what I'll I mean? Tr- I'm trying my best. So your sister, um, does she, what does she say about your modelling? Is she in the creative world herself? Yeah, or? so she's studying musical theatre as well. Okay. Um, she's also like an artist, so she's incredibly talented in that sense. Um, she does really support my modelling because mm. a lot of her friends are like, uh, oh my god, that was your sister. Like, and I think that's cool. And that do you sense. look alike? We do. We actually yeah. do look alike. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people get. We're we're also very different. Like, if you sit and actually look at our faces, mm-hmm. we're very different, but also very similar. Semblance, yeah. Um. So yeah, she's really supportive. She's cool, and she'll give me advice. She'll be like, Maria, that's awful. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's if that's awful, she'll tell me. She'll mm-hmm. cut it straight. I think if I ever needed. When I need someone to be put it straight with me, I will Start go straight to my yeah, sister yeah, because great. she won't be scared to be like, you look awful, yeah, like, do not ever post that. Yeah. That is ugly. But she'll she'll friends, go. friends might not say that. No. That's I, saying, yeah. I feel like, yeah, she'll, she'll just say it straight. Mm-hmm. And I know I'll, I'll go straight to her if I need it. Which is true. I think a lot of people, it's either your mum or your sister's. My mum's very straight to me, let's be fair. Okay, that's good. My mum is very like Maria, you don't want to post that. But you need stuff like that, especially in the modern world. Yeah. Some people, oh, you look beautiful. Girls have that sound, it's great, but you look beautiful. But they know. Doesn't really look that yeah. good. Yeah. Do I look beautiful or is it those two vodkas you've just had? Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really want to tell like you. Like you've never experienced know. the girls' bathroom one where uh, everyone's drunk. I've like, seen oh it in God, a cup, but I haven't experienced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I've seen like about Everyone's 10 of them going pretty. there, but I guess you have a conversation over how you look and stuff like that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know that one. Yeah. So yeah, Maria, um, in terms of the curvy modeling, was there any trials and tribulations you've had in the curvy modeling side? Um, so I know it, it's it's fairly quite new, like you said. It is, and it's quite a difficult field because some people are a bit funny and stuff like that. Even though we're embracing it more, mm. some people are still a bit funny. Is there any trauma and tribulations you've had with that? I've not personally experienced it. Like, if anything, I felt more empowered doing it, Good. and I've had people mm. in shoots like I've never made to be feel uncomfortable. Um, even little things like um. When I'm, I was on a shoot once and we did, we they wore an outfit and they didn't really think about the fact that I have to wear a bra. Like, when you've got boobs, you've got to wear a bra. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to, but for me, I want to wear a bra. Mm. So, like, they were very supportive in that sense. Okay, well, let's, let's figure something out. Let's add something here so then it hides the strap. Like, so 
as a curvier girl, I just feel like so far it's been a plus in that sense. I, I've not felt any like, oh, that you've got roles. Yeah, yeah. If anything, like, I'll get hired for my roles. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean, but that's empowerment as well. Yeah, time. yeah. So when you go to shoots, they've always got somebody that can adjust and help. Yeah, the like, they're, very, they're, they're people. You just have a conversation with them. Like, mm. if I was, like, rude, then maybe they don't want to help. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, you, you just have a conversation. Like, do you know what? I actually don't feel very comfortable doing this. Like, mm. can we change it? And do you know, like, it's just conversation. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. Just talk to them. So the photographers, in terms of photographers, is there any top photographers you've worked with and you feel like that is one of the best photographers I've worked with? Because I know the photos, it's whoever's taking the photos, depends on how you look. Yeah, like. so it does. Is there any photographers you feel like that's one of the best photographers or any photographers you would like to work with in the future? Um... There's not like in particular, just because I feel like each brand has their specific photographer. Mm, for what they do. So then they know what they want. So I guess it's more of like the brand as a whole. Like mm. um, a lot of, so like there's actually some curvy photographers who love photog- photographing curvy girls. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any in particular where I'm like, I really want to work with you. There's just so many. Like um, I just worked with a photographer in Manchester a couple mm. of my last like test shoot was with Logan mm. and she like the way she did her shoot was so nice she even had her dog on set like and we mm. were just like chilling and she was just very like open to like you do what you want and we'll like we'll work around it and stuff mm. so I think it depends on the brand you work with because every brand has a different photographer like when I did the Asher and Me shoot they have their set photographer so she knows exactly what she needs to do mm. and they help you in that in that way they place you how you need and then again it's a conversation if you're mm. like do you know what let me do like this they'll take what you say they'll listen you. to you mm. it's not like do this Mm-mm. yeah yeah so is there any unusual places you've kind of been stopped by somebody for modeling because i know a lot of people have walked in west end and past say oh that person stopped me and i've become a modeling shoot for them is there any place you've gone and you've kind of been scouted or stopped for anything not like that? i've not been scouted mm. but like once i went out on a night out near my town like mm. where i live mm. and this guy was like I know who you are. She's like, I've seen you on yeah. like this brand and stuff. Yeah. That I've not really had it a lot, but that's like the, one of the only times. Or even when me and my best friend went to Bryson and was like in front of the the billboard, billboard thing, yeah. people on the bus opposite were like, "That's her, that's, yeah. her, that's yeah. her." So like, think that, but like, not. I've not had anyone like sign my autograph. No, I'm not like that. Do you know what I mean? So how does it make you feel when you see yourself like on billboards and stuff like that? Because that's a big moment. How does it actually make you feel? in yourself when you actually see your hard work's paid off and you're actually weird mm, really that, weird yeah. but like Pinch me moment. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a that's me like that's crazy but then it also makes me like really push myself and be like okay that's one billboard yeah that's one bit there what's the next one so like i have this thing where like i really want to one day be on piccadilly you know the bill, big billboard and stuff and mm. i've taken a picture in front of it myself and been like i will be on there one day i don't know how long it will take like, so it's just like, okay, you've achieved that. What's the next thing? One thing I must say, we've had a lot of guests on this podcast and everyone has their affirmations. Yeah. Every single person, Elijah, mm. everybody that spoke in this podcast <coughs> said, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And I'm all holding everybody to it because I want to see he's there. Yeah, I'm literally screenshotting. I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Everyone's had their affirmations and it's really nice to see because everyone's been positive and they know they're worth. Mm. I mean you haven't limited yourself at all you know where you want to be in the future yeah which is great to see and you've got a great support system with you as well to do that so in relation to your town and where you're from is there a lot of people that are into modeling there or is it more Mm, yes and no I think slowly it's evolving Mm -hmm. um 
But I think, yeah, people are very interested. We've got a university nearby which is very creative. Mm -hmm. They do photography, they do media, makeup, hair, which we're quite lucky about. So a lot of people actually even from London will come down mm -hmm. and study um, there. But um, we're not far from London. So mm -hmm. a lot of people will just go there, if I'm honest. So do you find London quite fast-paced or are you happy with the living of London, especially in the Oh, I love London. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I did used to live here for a little bit okay. before COVID. And that was my dream was always move to London. So when I finished uni, I moved to London straight mm. away. Um, so would you come back to London to live again? I think so. Yeah, mm. it just depends on like job wise, what I've got. Is it worth it? Mm -mm. At the moment, it's actually more worth it just to travel up and pay travel mm. than live and pay in London. So is there more opportunities in London for modelling, or is it just very worth it? London and Manchester. Oh, Manchester. Well. Yeah, Manchester is wow. really big. I think for modelling, and people don't realise that. Even like brands, a lot of brands, like the headquarters of PLT is in is in Manchester. Manchester. Um. So, yeah, those two, I'd say, and they're not far from each other. It's just when you're so south, Manchester feels far. But if mm. you live in London, Manchester's not that far. That's where he's from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm around there. Yeah. yeah. That's where he knows a lot. So of yeah. Manchester. So um. Is there any other areas that you know of that kind of heavily involved in the the modelling side other than London and Manchester? Mm. A place you've been to and you've seen a lot of modelling and the community is quite strong. It depends on what it is. Like mm. Harrogate, for example, is really big on bridal modelling. Bridal, okay. So like the bridal fashion week, mm -hmm. um, I did it in the summer. That was like, there's loads of models there and every single br massive, massive bridal um designer and stuff will mm. be there so i just think it depends on where the headquarters are okay. um so yeah i'd say the two main cities are just always the main thing and then it just depends where people have like warehouses and well, stuff like that so the modeling community are they quite close-knit and they're very supportive because i know in some fields some people are not really close and they don't really support each other but for your community of modeling do you kind of stick together do you have like a little community where you can ask for it's advice like, and help do you know what yes and no mm. in the sense of like i think since being in it you realize it's actually a very close community, like, mm -hmm. in the sense of when I said, like, um, every new campaign that comes out, I know at least one of the two people. I'm not saying we're besties. I'm saying I've got some form of, they're an acquaintance. I've either worked with them before mm -hmm. or I've got them on Instagram. We've been to an event before together. Like, it's very close-knit. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think once you're in it, you realise it's kind of the same people. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, it has pros and cons. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's pros and cons to it. Like, is it the same thing? Or it's just literally, like, there's actually not that many. And because there's main agencies, um, and a lot of people want to work with an agency just because it's very legit stuff. Sometimes mm. if you do freelance, I'm not saying that's bad, um, with freelance, people can take advantage a little bit. Mm. So at least with your agency, it's very, like, this is your cut. Your travel will be paid for. If ready, you're, ready, yeah. There's, like, a whole contract with mm. it. So, um. Instagram, again, I think I'd say is the main form of communicating between models. Like, even, like, when I first got signed, I just contacted one of the models and was, like, asking for some advice or something. Mm -hmm. Or then I wanted to work for the, with the photographer and I messaged someone else and was like, what was your experience? And they're very open and, like, helpful with it and stuff. So when you say freelance, sometimes it's not legit. When you say, like, what, the payments or...? It's sometimes to do with payments, like... with There's pros and cons to freelance. You can accept a lot more jobs without having to go through someone and not having to give them a cut. So I the middleman basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went freelance a little bit between my two agencies, which is cool, but then I also did like two or three unpaid jobs. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like I did it because the brand was big and I wanted to do that. But at the same time if you're big, you why can't you pay me? 
Do you know what I mean? Like I'm at the stage now where like I'm I'm not just doing this for free, mm. but at the same time I am gaining. So, yeah, yeah. but then it's things like I don't know. Say they cancel last minute. You can't do anything about it. When if they cancel last minute with an agent, they still have to pay you. Pay, uh, it's yeah. little things like that or like, I don't know, travel and things like that. just depends on the brand or the money could be, your day rate could be bigger with an agency. So the agency with agency or management with now, how many management have you been with before the one you're with now? Have you been with? I've been with uh, two, mm. but one of them was only for like a month. So I wouldn't really class it. I didn't do any jobs okay, with okay, them. Okay, okay, just with them, yeah. So I was with one big agency before for about two years. Mm-mm. Yeah, a year and a half. And then I've just been just over a year with this agency here. So they contact you quite regularly. As soon as they've got something, boom, you're coming. Yeah, they'll message you and be like... There's different forms of emails. It'll be like, I'm making a brief. Mm. Like, the last I did was... The last brief I got was like, if you're a fan of football and you really enjoy football and you want to model football, let me know now. I'm making a brief. <laughs> okay. You reply if you're yeah. a fan of football. Mm. But I'm not... I'm, I don't know. If they're going to ask me about who your favourite player is, I'm <laughs> like... Do you know what I mean? No, not that. But then there's another brief like, um, there's a shoot, um, this brand wants to work with you. Mm. Are you available these dates? Keep them in your diary. That doesn't mean you've got the job. Mm-mm. That could just be like, save those dates. You're an option. Okay. And then they'll let you know if you did. Or it could be literally be like, can you send a video of this as a casting? Or mm. it'll be like, there's a casting tomorrow. Can you go to the casting? Or the last one, the best one would be like, you've been booked for this okay. job. Mm. Please tell me you're available kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's quite... Lastminute.com, like you said. Very. Yeah, last minute. So, um, just a quick one as well. Um, I want to get your sort of advice from somebody who was maybe experiencing the same things you were experiencing and wanting to get into your field. So, a young girl who was coming up who's not quite confident in her looks, but she is a curvier woman and wants to go down your route. What would you kind of do to kind of help her build that confidence and get into the field you're in? Um, my big thing is you need to have self love. You need to really love yourself. Not in a cocky way. But just be so, like, confident with what you're doing. Do it and do it. Don't just half-heartedly do it. So if you start doing that, whether it's just, like, say you walk into a room, mm. walk into a room with a purpose. Yep. You don't want to... You want to be remembered. Like, even walking down the street. So if you start thinking like that, you'll start to be able to, like, see people in that way and they'll be able to see you in that way. So then slowly, you have that... I don't know, what's the word? I'm thinking of a word right now. What's the word I'm thinking of? Confidence. You'll have that confidence to be like, these are my photos, can you sign me? Or even pose, the way you pose is different when you have that self-love and confidence and you know yourself. You can see it, yeah. So you can really see that. So I just say the first thing to do is literally work on yourself. Know who you are, know what you like, know what you don't like, and go from there. And then then the more experiences you have, you realise more things like, oh, I don't like that thing. I, I like people like that. I don't like people like that. So then start taking photos of yourself, knowing what you like, poses, and then start approaching people from there. Okay, don't go half-heartedly. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I think if you don't love yourself, you can't expect other people to love the pictures you're taking. No, yeah. It's, you know it I mean? really yeah. does show. Like, a camera shows a lot. Mm. Um, so I just think self-confidence. Believe why you're doing it. Excellent. And do it for the right reasons. Excellent. So, Maria, um fashion would you like to get into fashion any form of fashion because i know that works hand in hand and more than a little bit is that something you'd like to get into yes i think even when you're modeling that is fashion yeah. in that sense like the main thing i'm not modeling like i'm not showing myself you, you have to model what you're wearing yeah so i think people forget that they'll model just because it's just like 
I look pretty and that's a cool photo. You're actually really showing off something Sorry, in that yeah. sense. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to because I have a lot of ideas and I like I wouldn't say I've got one specific fashion sense. One day I could be like smart with a blazer and the next be like a joggers kind of thing. Um, so it's not something that I've like done. I want to do that, but it's not something that I'm stopping myself from doing. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So Maria, I think we've wrapped up quite a lot of information today. And I I said, no, 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 no. And I think I think all the gems we've dropped today will be very productive, and it's been a pleasure to have you today as well. Thank because you so much for having me. It's the insight we kind of needed. Um, and yeah, it was just great having you today. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Excellent, and thank you for coming. And thank yeah, that was Unspoken Gems podcast. That was Maria. Thank you, and we're out. Gracias. Thank you very much. Woo.